This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the latest Blood Red podcast from Liverpool Echo. I'm Matt Addison and for this edition of the show, I spoke to a very special guest who knows how crucial two members of Liverpool's backroom team have been over the last few months. Liverpool have plenty of links with FC Porto, the most obvious being Pep Liners, Jurgen Klopp's assistant at Anfield, and we did a special podcast on him just a couple of weeks ago. For that one, I spoke to several people who know Liners well, including his assistant from his time at NEC Nijmegen in Holland to get the inside track on the 37-year-old's career so far. You can listen to that episode in all of the usual places, just like where we got this one from. On this show, we'll be talking about him again, this time with Jose Tavares, who's just been appointed as Porto's under-19s manager and who worked with the Portuguese club for years. He's worked alongside Linders when the pair were both at Porto and they remain good friends as well as former colleagues. And because Jose has been at Porto for so many years in a variety of roles, he's also worked with another of Liverpool's backroom team, Vitor Matos, who arrived towards the back end of last year. Five years younger than Linders, Matos is seen as the next one who could make the big step towards the first team anytime soon. At the moment, he works as a kind of bridge between the academy and the first team, but his background is in youth development. But Matos could well be promoted into a more senior role, just like Linders, in the coming years. Either way, they both have fascinating backstories, and Jose has plenty of tales to tell about both of them. And this is the conversation that I had with him recently. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. First of all, we, we might as well start then with your role at the moment with Porto. What exactly is your job and, and what do you do at the moment with Porto? Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm uh, Jose Tavares and uh, uh, I've been, I'm been with uh, FC Porto for the last 12 years. And uh, on the last 12 years, I've been on the academy, on the first team, on the reserve team, being head coach, assistant coach, technical director for the last three years and now at the moment I accepted the mission to be our under-19 head coach and uh, I'm ready for the challenge at the moment. Yeah, amazing. I mean, there's a couple of of links to Liverpool with Porto that we're going to talk about, one being Pep Linders. I mean, how do you know him? What job did he have at the time that that you worked with him? So like I told you, I'm uh, with FC Porto for, for 12 years. So, uh, Pepine worked with us many years ago and during a long period of time. And I met him when he was invited to come from uh, Holland to work with us. And uh, the, the main role was to, to, to create something that we didn't have at the club, was the technical individual um, development department uh, that was invited to develop here. So, he was someone that was uh, identified in Holland with the, the, the great characteristics that we needed in the club to develop the technical ability of our players. So when he arrived, he was applying uh, a certain method that he learned in Holland uh, in, uh, within our culture. Uh, after some time, uh, he applied what he has learned there and after some time, he needed to adjust many things uh, concern our own culture uh, because FC Porto has uh, a great experience in developing players and we have we are always learning and developing 
ourselves as a club. But when someone arrives with new ideas, a mix between the new ideas and the old ideas need to uh, happen. And Pepite was brilliant on that because he accepted uh, the challenges of adapting his new and creative ideas to FC Porto own culture. And that's why he has been with us for, I believe, seven years uh, or longer. I don't know. I'm not sure about the years, but for a long period of time. And in our club, staying in FC Porto for a long period of time, it means that uh, the, the, the person needs to be a really good professional. And he stayed uh, doing a great job with many players developing their technical ability. What was your relationship like with Pep? I mean, what was he like to, to work with? Uh, before the, talking about the professional, uh, Pepine is the, one of the, 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 the best uh, human beings that I've met. He's really a, a great human being. He defends great values. And uh, he has a family man. Uh, he has a great family as well. And he always have been like that. So since the very first day till the end, he was the same guy. And for us, this is something important. We, we cannot buy this. So uh, a great human being as Pepin be the, uh, that guy. As a professional, uh, is one of the top professionals that, that I have ever worked here. And I've worked here with very good professional player, uh, coaches. And he's one of the best, not because now he's in with uh, Liverpool and he has won so many trophies with you guys but uh, before he was already like that a great uh, professional always dedicated is someone that works 24 7 always trying to create new things always with great enthusiastic at the job always trying to motivate uh, the players and the staff always taking um, ownership about the atmosphere of the training session and the exercises. So he's someone that uh, was never um, with the low energy, always with high tempo, with all with uh, uh, the great word, the great motivation, um, the good things to say to the players and as well to the staff. During his period here, he was someone that always created new things always with new exercises, adapted with our own culture, but uh, always orientated for the players. So the players, uh, as the time as they went through their development, more complex things were needed. And Pepe was brilliant on that, creating uh, or videos or challenges or exercises to develop the players. So uh, when he left the club, we suffered a bit there, but he left a great heritage uh, because uh, we learned from each other and uh, he left so many good things here. I've heard that at Liverpool he has certain ways of developing training sessions and making sure the players are, are really interested and they're really growing as a, as a player and a professional. Is there any examples of, of that that you can give us of, of what he used to do at Porto? Normally here, um, the, the, the main characteristics were about um, finding a way of uh, developing the technique of the players, link it with the uh, model of play. 
So uh, when we work under only the technical ability aspects, we forget the model of play. And this is something that Pepine, after some time, really uh, learned and developed in a great, great way. So when we, we talk about exercises, you, you can find great uh, needs of the technical development of the player, but as well, the complexity that is needed to develop their own exercises are on the exercise. So the player needs to be always concentrated, always connected to perform. So finding this balance and having a great atmosphere of enthusiasm and of motivation, uh, the players always like. Do you still talk to him now? Do you still communicate with him now he's in Liverpool? Yes. Uh, sometimes we, we speak. and uh, Like I told you, he's one of the great uh, human beings that I've met during my life. And uh, we continue to speak sometime. Now he's with a lot of work. But when we have the time, we, we exchange uh, messages or speak on the phone. Yes. Well, sort of... I, I will take the opportunity to, to say that... Um, when someone leaves the club here at FC Porto, we never know what is going to happen. But Pepine is on the, on the top of the world. And uh, after these years, being there, it's not a surprise. So he's on the right place. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know when he was at Porto, he was given a lot of responsibility. He was only 24, though, wasn't he, at the time when he first yeah. came in? So what was it that... that made Porto give him all of that responsibility at that very young age? That must have been a lot to take on. Was some, uh, something that FC Porto um, changing many years ago. We're talking about the year of 2006. We created new, new projects here in our academy. And uh, Pepin was identified in Holland as one of the best at the moment. So at the age of 24, he was already a reference because FC Port identified him talking about some people. And when you talk about three, four or five guys and uh, two or three say the same name, maybe the guy is good. And after some interviews and uh, the process of invitation and learning and uh, try to see if it fits, uh, it, it was really simple. And after, after some time, um, the people here thought that it was something that was, was someone that was giving or taking the, um, something that we didn't have. So was the, his adaptation here was really was easy, but at the same time was a, a fresh new thing with the club. So this type of responsibility was something that was real, but at the same time proved that being a guy that was always um, concerned about the other human beings and the players, especially the players, the adaptation was easier being so young at the moment at the time. It must have been hard, though, to move from a different country. He didn't speak the language, things like that. The culture is very different between Holland and Portugal. How did he adapt to that? Did he sort of throw himself into learning the language and, and embracing that sort of culture in Portugal? Yes. Uh, this was something that we, we really proved that it's important for us. If someone comes in and he's from a foreign country and don't speak the language, the effort that the guy needs to put in, it's something that we value. And Pepe, after some time, he learned really quickly the Portuguese uh, football words, but after some time, we could have 
good conversations with him in Portuguese. So even though he was a good English speaker, uh, his concern about speaking the Portuguese language was something that was really valuable. Having in mind the, the, the sun that we have here, the quality of the lifestyle here, the quality of the food that we have here, and uh, being him, the, his family as well, and connecting with some people here was something that after some time, he was, uh, I believe the adaptation was really uh, not easy, but was something that was smooth. What do you think were the, the key things that he learned during his time at Porto? Because he says himself it was a, a big learning curve for him at that stage of his career. But is there maybe one of the things that he learned there that he's then been able to, to take on to Liverpool? Uh, I believe the best guy to respond to, respond to that question is Pepine. But uh, even in my knowledge, I believe that the most important thing is about the winning culture that we have here in Porto was for sure the best thing that he uh, took with him because here we want to win uh, all the time in all the games against all the opponents uh, in all competitions with all the trophies so it's something that we we breathe in it's something that is part of our life a winning culture and i believe Pepin being not so experienced and being a, a former um, football player um, he learned that easily. So because it was something that is on our daily basis. Other thing is about the way that we work on the methodology. He learned a lot about the training methodology that we use here. Um, we have a name here uh, that is tactical periodization. And he has learned the application on practice, on training, the tactical periodization. And this was something for me really important because it could connect his, his uh, coaching method with the methodology that we have here. And after some time, the mixture that he has achieved and he has learned for me is the best, um, uh, one of the best things for sure that he will be grateful in FC Porto. Other thing is about uh, having the time uh, to dedicate to the players and to learn with so technical ability players and at the same time so um, competitive and so intelligent that we have here in our academy. So sometimes we have uh, physical talents, but they lack other things. Sometimes we have technical talents, but they lack other things. And we are in Porto, we have, uh, during the period of time here, many players that find three or four great qualities. qualities. So having this type of players, uh, it's with greater complexity to learn where to touch and where to develop. Okay. And I believe that he experienced that with some of the players that he helped to get to the highest level and the, the other ones that helped to grow up. And then when he left, he continued the, their pathway. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. There's absolutely loads of, of players that he will have worked with, you will have worked with as well. People like Joe Felix, Andre Gomes, obviously now at Everton. Those are just two of the names. I mean, you mentioned before that he's one of the best coaches that you've worked with. And I suppose that list of names that he worked with just, just shows that, doesn't it, really? Yes, yes. We need to, we need to be humble to, to accept that... Um... The, the, when a player develops himself and get, reaches to the highest level, um, it's always 
something related with the player. Okay? And the coaches, all the coaches in the world needs to accept that the main thing is about the player. But then we know that the certain coaches know how to develop players in the best way. Okay? So we need to be humble to understand that Pepine helped for sure some of them and all other coaches as well. But we know, uh, and it's not about when we talk with the players, it's about which type of uh, counselings and details that we left in them. Sometimes they don't remember, but we know that they learn in a certain period of time because they were doing it. So uh, the coaches that help the players uh, knows, the coaches know what they left with the players. But sometimes the players don't, don't know what they have learned with certain coaches. Is there any specific examples of, of players, say, João Felix, is there any particular way that, that Pepin helped those players? Or was it just part of that bigger group that he worked with them? Uh, we had in Porto uh, some projects to, to help the, the best players to achieve uh, the highest performances. And it's not fair to speak with one or two players, but it's fair to speak about the, the, the qualities that we were trying to perform during some period of time. So the, the technical ability adapted to the high tempo, okay? the technical ability adapted to the, the complexity of the game, making the game as simple as possible or finding the right answer depending on the moment. So sometimes you need to dribble, sometimes you need to do it on the first touch. Sometimes you need to protect and save the ball and then try to find another way. Um, other thing is playing with speed, but at the same time, uh, creating space individually for all their opponents. So when you talk about these details, when we are talking words, uh, it means they are simple, but doing that on the field is really, really complex. And Pepine, through his dedication to the players and the uh, uh, is quality and competence, uh, finding the best exercises and the right consoles to, to create this type of exercise, he has done it in a very good way uh, to prepare the players for the um, most competitive uh, environment in the world. This was something that uh, here it's part of our culture, but when we are developing play players, it's for the best. Then we don't know if they are going to reach it or not. But the, the demanding and the, 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 the rigor that we put in here, the ambition that we put in on all the exercises, the winning culture um, required from all of them uh, being at the maximum in many times. And Pepin was brilliant doing that because uh, the rhythm of the exercising and the, the, the training sessions was always with a high tempo. You say it works with the best players and, and aiming very high. Obviously, he now works with Mohamed Salah, with Roberto Firmino, with all these big players. There's been some suggestion that Pepin might be the person to take over from Jurgen Klopp one day. What do you think of that? Honestly, I, I believe that he can do it. Uh, Jurgen has done a great job. He's doing a great job. And I don't know what uh, I'm going to do the decision of Liverpool for the next years. But for sure, uh, Pepine uh, could be one of the, the best ones to succeed to Jurgen. Uh, because he has all the great qualities that the, the, a top coach needs to have. And uh, having 
in mind that is uh, as well knowing, knowledgeable about the club. And this is really important. And being part of so many important decisions and being part of a technical staff that wants so many important things, uh, putting all together uh, about his leadership qualities and his knowledge about training, for sure, is going to be one of the best uh, options for when the time, the right time uh, arrives. Yeah, sure. definitely, definitely. To move on to, to Vito Matos then, did he occupy a similar kind of role, Pepin, when he was at Porto? Was their job similar? Uh, no, it was, uh, was uh, not completely different, but was different. Because uh, Vitor Matos, when he was with Academy, with FC Porto Academy, he was always um, head coach of certain teams and assistant coach in other teams. Okay, so Vitor is someone that dedicated his time here to develop himself as one of the best coaches that we have in Porto Academy. Okay, and uh, one of the projects that we have here for the, the, the coaches is having um, uh, developing the leadership skills uh, to learn how to manage a team, but at the same time having enough experiences with the top level, having in mind the reserve team or under 19 or under 17 for a certain period of time to prepare the coaches for the, the top level within the academy. And Vitor. Uh, spending so many years here uh, and his knowledge about the training methodology because he's one of the experts that we have on our training methodologies uh, and being as well a great human being, a great character, a great guy that uh, is always dedicated with the players. So his dedication to the players is um, uh, something that um, makes him different from the other coaches. The connection that he has with certain players was brilliant. And... Um, I will tell you, this is, not a, this is not a secret, but he knows that when I arrived uh, or when I took over being the technical director of FC Porto, one of the players that uh, left our academy was Fabio Silva. And Vitor was the Fabio Silva head coach at the age of 12. And he, cre he stayed connected with Fabio, for example. And being my myself a friend of Vitor, he told me, hey, Jose... Uh, I believe that Fabio is a bit upset in Benfica. Maybe uh, he wants to move. He was the guy that, the first one that talked to me about the possibility of thinking that we could rescue again and could fight for Fabio was Vitor. Why? Because he, he can connect with the players. He can create this type of relationship. Because he knows that having this type of relationship with the players, uh, we know how to uh, touch on certain points. Because when the players has the right mentality to develop himself, uh, learning from the coaches is the most important aspect to develop a player. So Vitor has proved himself as a, um, a coach that has leadership skills, really knowledgeable about the training methodology and a great connection with the players. Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard too much from him since he came to Liverpool. What sort of a character is he? Is he quite shy and, and reserved? Or is that maybe just him adjusting to the new culture and the new language? I believe people is a very intelligent man that knows how to play his role uh, at the technical staff at Liverpool first team. He was invited to, to perform a certain role and he knows uh, when to be on the spotlight 
or when needs to be shy. Uh, he, uh, on trainings, is uh, a dragon. So he's a, a real leader on the training session. Uh, he can create a great atmosphere in the training session. Uh, so uh, being himself uh, not shy, could be look like a shy, but when he is with, when he is with some friends and with a, with a family and, with, and talking about football, we can see people, uh, we can see Vitor uh, growing. So it's about knowing how to be in a certain way or another way. I believe for sure that when Liverpool gives him uh, more of the spotlight, even though the topic of that is uh, doing now or more topics, he'll prove himself like, like uh, we know from him. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, when he left, how disappointed were Porto to lose him? Because, you know, you, you make him sound there like a, an amazing coach, a brilliant guy. It must have been a big hole for you to fill to sort of replace him. Uh, Vitor was someone that um, the, uh, some years before left for another professional project in China. Um, and we fight for him to return to the club. Uh, it's not about missing Vitor, but we, we need a, a great club like FC Port, Liverpool. We always need great coaches and coaches that can uh, take the place to another level. And uh, we fight for him to come and he accepted the, the, the invitation to come. So when he left, we had a project for him here at club. We were fighting for him to stay uh, because we had a, the pathway inside of the club was a, a good pathway for him. But I believe when Jürgen call, uh, it's quite difficult to say no. Of course. I mean, did Vitor and, and Pepin work together at Porto? Is that how they knew each other? Because I believe, believe Pepin was the one who sort of suggested that Liverpool go for him. And he actually called him Liverpool's best signing of the season last year. So did, did they know each other quite well? Yes. Uh, like I told you, Pepin was... was um, responsible for some projects here in the academy and Vitor was um, head coach of the, 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 not the little kids, but with some teams that were the youngest teams and the sitting other teams. So Pepine and Vitor uh, trained many times together and uh, I know that they created a good, a good relationship uh, mainly because they respect uh, the professional because when, when you are good, you always know which one are good as well. And Pepine being one of the best, he understood that people, uh, Vitor is one of the best as well here. And having in mind that the two guys are great human beings and defend very good values, uh, when the competence and the professional is there, it's easier to connect. And for sure, for sure, no, I know that, that they really connected. And when they left FC Porto, they continued with their relationship. Um, and it's with a in a normal way that when I need someone, I invite not my friends, but I invite the professionals that I trust, uh, having the responsibility of the job that Vitor has, and it's a great job that he has with great responsibility within Liverpool. Uh, I believe Pepine suggested uh, one of the best coaches with our academy, linking the experience, the connection with the players, the knowledge of the training methodology and understanding the details that different players need to, to go to another level. So uh, it was not with some surprise that I've seen them 
the the Peter Matus choice, but I believe it was a great great call from Pepin and Liverpool for sure. Since Pepin arrived at Liverpool, we've seen him grow and his responsibilities have increased and increased. Do you think maybe Vitor could follow the same path and and you know take on more responsibilities? Because I think there's maybe five years between them, but they seem to be following a similar sort of path. Uh, being uh, myself, being someone that knows really well Vitor Martin and Pepin, for sure, if Jurgen or Liverpool needs um, a great coach to um, accept the reserve team or and the nine team team, Vitor will be ready. Or being uh, in a different role on the first team, not just being with the young players, but being one of the assistants, for sure, Vitor will be ready. Uh, because he's a really intelligent man and really um, uh, he's always learning and trying to find the, 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 the great solutions. He's focused on solutions. He's focused on the, the group environment. He's looking on how we can be better every single day. Yeah, so he doesn't focus on, uh, on the excuses and the past. So uh, having in mind that he has uh, the winning culture for sure inside of him and uh, he's already knowledgeable about the club, uh, I believe that he's going to be one of the best assets within Liverpool uh, club for the role that they, they, they needed, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be it's, really, it's really interesting. Yeah, Sorry, go because on. I, 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 I'm, I'm, sometimes when you talk about some friends, it's easy to say good words. But in this moment, it's not about only good words. It's about the reality for me. Okay, And uh, the pathway of both, and now with Vitor... Uh, is proven that uh, when it, they are and he is uh, under certain challenges, he always go having so sex. So this experience and the pathway, it's what is needed to prove the the contents of and Peter yeah. as this trait of uh, quality. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.